This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, my name is Jessica, and you're tuned into the Sunshine Girl podcast, hosted by me. Now, in the next couple of minutes, we'll be delving into a world of candid advice, empowering insights, and real connections. Ready to light up your relationships? Let's get glowing. Ever found yourself stuck in a dull conversation and wish you could just spice it up? Well, you're in luck, because I'm going to be showing you six fantastic ways to turn any boring chat into a flirty, fun exchange. Let's get started. So the first way is through compliments, and I can't, you know, overemphasize this enough. Not just any compliments, however, but personalized ones. This technique involves noticing and commenting on something unique or interesting about the person you're talking with in a way that's more genuine and engaging. To reiterate, I'm saying notice something unique about the person and mention it. Like, I've never seen anyone make a coffee order so interesting. The key is to be genuine and observant. So what you want to do is pay attention to what's unique about the person, right? It could be their sense of style, their unique piece of jewelry, their laugh, or even the way they express themselves. Ensure that your compliment is sincere, because people can usually tell when a compliment is forced or inauthentic, which can have an opposite effect on what you're intending to do. Now, you also want to be specific in your compliment. Instead of saying, you look nice, say something like, your sense of style is really impressive. I like how you paired those colors. The way you deliver the compliment is crucial. Maintain a friendly and light tone. Offer the compliment casually without expecting anything in return. Timing is key. Offer the compliment at a natural point in the conversation where it feels appropriate and not out of the blue. For example, imagine you're at a social event and you strike up a conversation with someone. As you're chatting, you notice, well, let's say they have an interesting watch. You. I couldn't help but notice your watch. It's quite unique. Does it have a special story behind it? Them. Oh, this? Thank you. It was a gift from my grandparents when I graduated. It's very special to me. And then you say, that's wonderful. It's not just a watch then, it's a memento. It suits you, and it has a classic yet modern feel, just like your personality seems to be. Now, in this scenario, the compliment is personalized, it's genuine, it's specific. It's about something meaningful to the person, which makes it more impactful. You get where I'm going? Additionally, it opens up the conversation for more personal sharing, naturally making the interaction deeper and a bit flirty. Now, the second way is to inject humor into the conversation. Light teasing or a witty remark can transform a dull moment. Remember, it's all in good fun. So you can say something like, so apart from being a cereal eater, what other thrilling things happen in your life? So this involves playful, gentle teasing that's not hurtful or offensive. It's a way of showing interest and can make the conversation a little more dynamic. For instance, if they mention being clumsy, you could say something like, so should I keep a safe distance to avoid being caught in your clumsiness zone? Right? 
witty remarks. They're clever, they're often humorous comments that add a spark to the conversation. They demonstrate your quick thinking and can be very attractive. For example, you could also say something like, let's say if she talks about loving to cook, you can say, so when are you hosting your cooking show? I'll make sure to tune in. You can use self-deprecating humor as well. Sometimes making light jokes about yourself can be endearing and shows that you don't take yourself too seriously. It's a way of being humble and relatable at the same time. So you can say something like, I tried cooking once and even the smoke alarm cheered me on. Now that can be a fun way to make them laugh. Let's talk about playfulness under the same conversation. The overall tone of the conversation should be light. It has to be playful. The goal is to enjoy each other's company and share a laugh and not necessarily to win a comedy contest, okay? And finally, you wanna read the room. It's important to gauge the other person's response to your humor. If they seem to enjoy it and laugh along, you're on the right track. If not, well, you might wanna shift gears. Imagine you're talking to someone about weekend plans. So what's the big adventure this weekend? Scaling Mount Everest. <laughs> Nothing that exciting. Just planning on catching up on some reading. Ah, a weekend with your nose in the book. I hope you have a good rescue team in case you get lost in those pages. In this scenario, the humor is light, related to the conversation, and invites a playful exchange. It's a friendly way to flirt. It shows that you're interested in keeping the conversation engaging and enjoyable. It's about finding a balance between being funny and being respectful, always keeping the other person's feelings in mind, right? Now, the third way you wanna do this is to ask unexpected questions. If you wanna turn that boring conversation into a flirty one. Now, this approach involves asking unique thought-provoking questions that go beyond typical small talk, sparking deeper interest and engagement. So skip the, how was your day questions, okay? Shelve that. Choose questions that are unnatural, but still relevant and engaging. The aim is to provoke curiosity, is to encourage her to think and share more about herself. For example, so instead of saying something like, what do you do for a living? Try, what's something you've done that felt out of character, but was really exciting? Now make sure your questions can't be answered with a simple yes or no. Open-ended questions encourage longer responses and more profound conversation, right? Your questions should invite personal sharing, but not be so personal that, you know, the other person becomes uncomfortable. For example, you could say something like, if you could live in any book or movie world for a week, which would it be and why? It's personal, yet fun, okay? And you also wanna be prepared to follow up their responses with additional questions or comments that show that you're actively listening and interested. Be ready to answer these questions yourself in an interesting and engaging way as a conversation needs to be a two-way street and not an interrogation. Now, the fourth way to turn a boring conversation flirty is to share a little secret, okay? Now, this approach is about revealing something personal but not too private, which creates a sense of intimacy and trust. It's a playful and subtle way to deepen the connection in the conversation. So, Choose the right secret. The secret should be lighthearted, it should be interesting, not something deeply personal or potentially embarrassing. It could be a quirky habit, a hidden talent, an unusual hobby. Now let's talk about timing and context when it comes to this. You wanna share a secret at an appropriate time in the conversation when you have already established some rapport, right? It shouldn't feel out of place or forced. The delivery is important, presented in a playful, conspiratorial tone, as if you're letting them in on a special part of your life, right? It helps build that bond. You wanna encourage reciprocity. After sharing your secret, give them a chance to share something in return, right? This will further the sense of mutual trust and connection. React positively. If they share a secret with you, respond with interest and appreciation. 
This encourages a positive, flirtatious atmosphere, right? For example, imagine you're at a social gathering where you're chatting with someone you find interesting. You've been talking about hobbies and the conversation is going really, really well, okay? You say, can I tell you a secret? I'm actually a bit of a magician. I know it's not something you hear every day, but I love the art of illusion. Them, hey, that's so cool. I've never met a magician before. Show me a trick sometime. I'll be happy to. It's just a hobby, but it's a lot of fun. How about you? Any surprising hobbies or talents? Now, in this example, the secret about being a magician is unique. It's intriguing. It creates an opportunity for the other person to become more interested and engaged in the conversation. It's personal enough to be interesting, but not so private that it's uncomfortable. You catch my drift? Alrighty, let's move on to the next one. The fifth one is body language. Now it's a powerful tool in communication and I talk about it in my videos all the time. You know, it speaks louder than words. It can convey interest, it can convey attraction, playfulness without saying a single word. Lean in slightly, maintain eye contact, smile. It's nonverbal flirting that speaks volumes. Why are these gestures critical to nailing this properly? Maintaining eye contact shows you're interested and engaged. It's a powerful way to connect non-verbally. A genuine smile not only shows that you're friendly and approachable, but also makes you more attractive. It's a universal sign of happiness and openness, don't forget. Subtly mirroring another person's body language can create a sense of harmony, rapport. If you lean in, you lean in slightly too. If they gesture with their hands, you can do same. Use open postures. Uncross your arms and legs, face the person directly. It indicates that you're open to the conversation and the person that you're talking to, okay? Respectfully reducing the physical space between you and the other person can increase intimacy. However, be mindful of their comfort and personal space. If appropriate and welcome, a light touch on the arm or a playful nudge can enhance the flirtatious vibe. Be attentive to how they respond to ensure they're comfortable with physical contact, okay? It's very important so you don't end up ruining everything. So let's imagine something here. You're at a casual dinner with friends and you're sitting next to someone you're interested in. So as they speak, what you want to do is maintain good eye contact, nodding and smiling genuinely at their jokes or interesting points. In response, lean forward slightly, showing you're engaged in what they're saying. Your arms and crust, you're facing them directly, indicating that openness I talked about earlier. At a high point of the conversation, you can lightly touch their arm for emphasis on the point or during a shared laugh, then smoothly lean back, giving them space. In this scenario, your body language is subtly signaling interest and creating a flirty dynamic. It's non-invasive, it's respectful, yet clear enough to convey that you're attracted to them. This is a science, I tell you. Finally, find common ground. Discover shared experiences or interests. This technique involves identifying shared interests, experiences, viewpoints, exploring them together, which will create a sense of connection, mutual understanding. What you want to do is pay attention to what the other person says about their interests, their experiences and opinions. It'll provide you with cues to identify common areas. You want to ask open-ended questions, encourage them to share more about themselves by asking questions that require more than a yes or no answer. And I've touched on this already. Questions about hobbies, um, favorite types of entertainment, travel experiences, aspirations can open up avenues for finding shared interests. Don't hesitate to share your own interests and experiences in return as well. Like I said, it's a two-way street, right? And it can help reveal areas where your interests align. 
Once you find a common area, expand on it, discuss more in detail, share stories, ask opinions or experiences related to it. And just like that, you have a conversation going, right? So there you have it, six playful ways to make your conversations more engaging and flirty. Remember, the key though is to be yourself and have fun with it. And that wraps up another episode of the Sunshine Girl podcast. I'm Jessica OS, your relationship coach, sending you off with a mind full of thoughts and a spirit ignited with power. Remember, the light you carry within can illuminate the darkest paths. Keep shining, stay connected, spread joy wherever you go. Until next time, keep your sunshine glowing.